It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Colour Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going, bud? I'm going good, Connor. Sun's out, guns out kind of a day. Uh, it's fucking, it's sunny in Ireland. Why do you have all those AK-47s, I said? <laughs> Sun's out, guns out, Connor. I'm visiting That's a, a school later. Just, just to make it clear. <laughs> yeah, context, we are in Ireland, there's no AK-47s around. There we go. The police don't even have guns here. <laughs> no, just a stick. Just a regular stick. The um, Also, uh, I just thought I'd bring this up. Now seems like the best time. I full on hissed at the sun today, like some kind of cartoon vampire. <laughs> Why? Because I woke up at like half seven. And I was like, okay, the sun's rising. I'll open the curtain. And mm. I, or I, the blind. And so I flipped the blind and the light hit me in the eye. And it's went... <laughs> And, like, I, I, I never thought that would happen to me at all. I don't know where to go from here. Yeah, uh, You're a bit of a husk of a man. <laughs> I've been a husk for a long time, Connor. let's be honest. <laughs> also, the sun in Ireland has that effect. We got our first day of sun this year. It's mm-hmm. pretty big. Um, it's it's a lovely day. We're here to talk weird news. What could go wrong, Sean? This is this could only be the greatest episode we've ever done. Are you setting this? Do you know that something's going to go wrong later in the episode? Is that what this is? Oh, I've been, oh like, it's oh it's going to be a trade wreck. Oh right. Oh heavens. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I did. This I, is your I've first this week. <laughs> if this is your first episode, um, I have spent the week gathering all the weirdest news stories from around the world. Sean looks shocked that this I'm is doing my bit. this. I know the bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to read them all out and Sean has not studied any of it because he's lazy and he's hey. out in the sun he said he went and got a brunch today I yeah. thought he meant this is off mic by the way I thought he said I thought he meant like a brunch as in like he left work for brunch but he mm. meant the ice cream lolly There's a brunch. yeah which is like it's like a rhubarb and custard ice cream I think it's the best uh, one it's a great it's one the, it's the best one it's got little beads of flavour on the outside is great. And Connor, I would never leave sugar. <laughs> I'm working right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always working. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we, what I wanted to do with this week's weird news was I wanted to talk about something that I knew specifically would we, we would be interested in, but is not from this week. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, how far back are we going then? <laughs> yeah. So This is from this 2002, is, ladies and gentlemen. It, what this is, is a festival that happens every year, and we've missed it every single year. But it happens in September. But I didn't know about the festival until this week. So technically, this is news to me. <laughs> right, okay, you're stretching the format of this show, but all right. I have, look, what I'm going to say is I have news from this week. Would you rather talk about that, 
Or would you rather talk about the legendary and terrifying Mothman that has his own festival every year? You, no, no one said there'd be Mothman. I mean, now, now my interest is peaked. I knew it was going to get you. <laughs> Any other story, I would be like, no, no, no. Let's get back yeah. on track. But Mothman's involved. Uh, has anyone ever heard of Mothman? I'm not talking to you, Sean. I'm just everyone else. Have we all heard of Mothman? Because me and Sean are fascinated by Mothman. Yeah. And um, just in a funny way. Now, what side do you want to be on in this? I I find it easier to be on the side that Mothman doesn't exist. Now, look, okay. I want Mothman to exist. But the argument is easier that he doesn't exist. Okay, well, I, I will obviously take the logical argument of he has his own festival, Sean. We wouldn't make something like that up. That's fair. Um, I'll cut this conversation out so it will seem really natural that we just fall into our good. roles. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a little meeting afterwards, see how it went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll circle back to a review. <laughs> circle back and do a review. I hate myself Fuck for off. saying that. <laughs> Um, so I said USP in casual conversation uh, the other day what the fuck is wrong with me I did how how does a man get to that point like how does a man with this much disdain for capitalism get to that point (laughs) I'm like do that (laughs) why don't we just do stuff Um, a town in West Virginia is said to have been plagued by decades of spooky sightings of a bizarre creature known only as Mothman now this is weird news obviously it's more topical week to week but sometimes the story is so big we have not covered it that we need the people to know Mothman exists and he's obviously terrifying this whole city yes and that can't wait till September we have to get this news out beforehand before the festival you when Mothman's at his strongest <laughs> in the meantime <laughs> <laughs> so legend says the flying creature terrified several people living in Point Pleasant in the, ni- in the late 1960s and was also blamed for the collapse of a bridge Sean so <laughs> sorry that's Mothman lore that I haven't heard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he Did took out a bridge no <laughs> that's outstanding the first was said to be on November 12th 1966 set the scene for everyone when grave diggers glanced up and saw a massive brown figure described oddly as a brown human being moving from tree to tree days later two couples saw a creature with 10 foot white wings and standing around 7 feet tall standing in front of their car he's believed to have bright red eyes and flew off at 100 miles per hour how the fuck do you gauge how fast he flew off 100 100 miles per hour about about an (laughs) hundred ironically one of them was a policeman and he actually had the speedometer in his hand he had the radar gun in his hand and just at that exact moment he went past not a lot of people know that but I'm reading between the lines here and this police Um, officer just had the gun ready to go and was mm. tracking the mothman as it flew already yeah 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 Um, two volunteer firefighters also reported seeing the beast Sean so I mean so far I think we're all pretty creeped out like you might be living in West Virginia taking your free Think no, don't don't think that anymore. Okay, you're All you're right. gonna die in seconds, minutes even, right? Promise. At, <laughs> at any given moment, Mothman could get you, Sean. <laughs> that's how I want to go. And if he kills me, do I become the new Mothman? Is that what? Happens? I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> um, so the last confirmed sighting was unfortunately in December of 1966. Um, however. Locals in the area believe the legend to be real after so many reported sightings over the years. For example, Caroline Harris told the news only a few weeks ago, Sean, mm-hmm. I definitely know the Mothman is real. So, Caroline, Caroline do you want Lyon, to... You, you seem really convinced. Do you have any solid evidence that would hold up in court or under any scrutiny? Well, I think you'll find she knows... She knows. She knows. Free. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's aware of the facts. She's got a hunch, if you will. <laughs> um, chillingly, some believe the Mothman is a bad omen and only appears when tragedy is about to strike, such as the bridge collapse. So, in December 1967, the Silver Bridge, which carried Route 35 over the Ohio River, collapsed under the weight of heavy rush hour traffic, Sean. That is okay. true. That happened. That's... Okay, that's terrible that that bridge got destroyed. But mm. but if Mothman were real, 
he's not directly involved. He was just being like, something bad's going to happen. Unless, That's why I'm here. Unless Mudman was there with a wrench undoing a few screws at the side, then technically he was to f- at fault for it. Right. Okay. Now, I'd, look, it's it's hard to hold a wrench. Does he have regular hands or is it all wing at that point? <laughs> Can he hold a wrench? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could do it every once. He could fly a hundred miles per hour. Like, just maybe he doesn't hold. He isn't able to hold a wrench, but he flies so fast past the screw at a hundred miles per hour. The wind unscrews it as he's going. Right. I, mm. I, I think you're giving a lot of credit to the wind there. Just <laughs> uh, I don't think they're really that capable. So the local legend has attracted hundreds of people. To, hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> Not even, you wouldn't even say thousands, <laughs> hundreds of people to the Virginia town uh, for the annual Mothman Festival, featuring cosplay, photo ops, a hayride, Sean, I mean... Oh, I uh, love a hayride with my best gal. <laughs> and a 5k race for pay- people to take part in, but like you can only do it if you can run 100 miles per hour, I can only Yeah, assume. you have to do Mothman um, speeds. So the Mothman Festival is on every single year in September and is an annual gathering that commemorates the mysterious visit of the Mothman in the 1960s. Um, Mm. It's held annually in Point Pleasant and features live music, merchandise, food trucks, speakers, and of course, you. (laughs) I'm reading from the leaflet. (laughs) Well, they're really selling me on this Mothman Festival. I think I'm coming around. (laughs) Um, A nearby museum is in its honour is also a must-see for visitors. There you go. So there's a nearby museum for Mothman. But in 2016, a driver claimed to have captured a photo of the beast as well, Sean. So, not just in the 60s. Mm -hmm. 2016, Mothman photo. Because the original Mothman sighting, I believe, it was described as something that may have been a dog crossing the road. Could have uh, been, but I it think wasn't. it was one of the was witness Mothman. testimonies. West Virginia man, 22nd of November 2016. I'll be having a look at this image and seeing what it is. Uh, <laughs> do you know, like, this leads more, lends more credence to. I have a theory about what the Mothman is, okay. because you're familiar with the mute swan, Connor, of of West Virginia. I'm not. Go on. Well, it is a a beast with white wings with a span oh. of about 10 feet, Connor. Fuck. That sounds very similar to Mothman, but it's different because it's not a moth. Well, no, what, see, I need, no, see, the argument that I'm making mm. is that one could confuse the swan for the Mothman. I wouldn't. I would look at it and say, that's a swan. And I would look at someone else and I'd say, that's a man who is also a moth. It's because this, this Mothman photo looks like a swan to me with that new knowledge that I've acquired. You don't have the nuance that I have. You don't have the eye because I've been studying this for a few years now. Um, you know I've been into the Mothman for a few years. And I've been doing a bit of research, my own mm-hmm. research. Um, of course. And Facebook? I'm pretty... Facebook Marketplace? Facebook, yeah, yeah, no, my, my uncle... Uh, Jim, he is posting a lot of really interesting stuff, and I'm I'm really picking up what he's putting down. What was Jim um, doing January sixth that one time? <laughs> <laughs> you can't use that in Ireland. No, it doesn't work. Or is it like that's just it doesn't work? What's that? That's, it was in the pub, probably. Honestly, yeah, that's that's oh, the very Irish. That's women's Christmas in in Ireland. <laughs> Do you want to explain that one? It's just, it's the, it's just, it's the end of the 12 days, of, end of Advent, isn't it? It's when the three kings arrived to Jesus in the manger is and the, and when they that had, date is. Now, are the three, it wasn't the three kings, but are they the three wise men as well? The three, the, it's kings or wise men, they're interchangeable, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, one of them brings the myrrh. Gold, frankincense and myrrh, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. just how Northern Irish people say mirror. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we <laughs> celebrate it, but no one, one else does. One that was from Belfast. <laughs> bit of myrrh. Mur. That's how I mur. say myrrh. <laughs> like if I, I check my, I check my face in the myrrh. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sean, what are we thinking about Mothman? I mean, I've given you a lot more evidence now, but also I was just bringing the story to light because I feel like this is the show that we can talk safely about some of the stories that really have gap capture our. Our ideas over the years. I mean, we had Owlman a few years ago, 
and that really caught my eye. Mothman, I think, has a bit more, I have a bit more love for, because more, obviously he's real. He, well, Mothman has the, he has the name recognition, do you know? Mm. The, um, now, I think the, the only safe thing to do is you, f- you have to wait till Christmas, uh, and then there'll be a big tree in the middle of the town, and that'll be all lit up really bright, Connor. Mm. And then Mothman won't, be, he, he can't help but approach the tree. And then you've mm. got a big net and you drop it on him and he's captured. And then you put big him on net. display. Yeah, yeah. Fill him with formaldehyde, put him in the museum. <laughs> Tourist, tourism booms in West Virginia. <laughs> Where are you going to get the big net? It should be great for the local economy. The lads will crochet it. <laughs> Knitting all year. Yeah, uh, just getting ready. Getting ready for next... You get one throw as well per year. If you don't catch Mothman, you have to wait until next he's year. He's in and he's out. Like, he's yeah. he's attracted to the light, but he also has shit to do. Like, it's December 26th. He's, he hasn't bought a present. Yeah. But he's still like, it's. I'm a day late, but I'm still going to make it. A, there's, there's a baby in a manger somewhere, and I've got to get him this reflective surface. <laughs> and I'm also loving the Titanic these days as I'm from Belfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did we break this down that Mothman might be from Belfast? I think Jerry Adams is Mothman. <laughs> think about it. Have you ever seen Mothman and Jerry Adams in the same place at the same time? No, but he looks like a man that would have a 10-foot wingspan concealed I on him. T- you know what? I've never seen a man... I've never seen Jerry put up his arms out wide. This is the thing. This is the thing. Yeah. He's, he's, he, 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 he has no need to. You know, if he does I've that, I've never seen up. him get into a car. I think he just walks into it behind the building and then just flies away. <laughs> Like Superman in a fucking phone booth. Just, yeah. Anytime you're not seeing Jerry Adams on the ground, just assume he's have, a have you ever, He's in the air watching you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. I didn't realise that about Mothman. Now I think we've, we've had an Irish spin on it, but I think maybe people were looking too inwardly all this time. Maybe the people of West Virginia would never think of Belfast and Jerry Adams. That's the Adam. thing. But we've... I, kind like of, a, we've yeah, if I if I became some kind of half man, half insect creature, I'm not yeah. tearing around Dublin for the weekend. Do you know, I'm heading across to I'm heading across to New York, going to Los Angeles, Connor. Who's gonna trust? Who's gonna believe that you're not from Los Angeles? This is if the you're thing. over there wrecking havoc. Imagine how well I'd fit in in the states. Listen <laughs> <laughs> at the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, it doesn't doesn't bode well for me. I'd be a nighttime bird slash. Yeah, I, I think you'd man. be a nighttime villain if you were yeah. to be any sort of half animal, half human hybrid. Yeah, like Vole Boy or something like that. <laughs> something nocturnal. <laughs> Why boy? <laughs> no, no, Hedgehog Lad. Hedgehog Lad. Lad, I think is better than boy. Is, is that's like the tier? It goes boy, lad, yeah. man. Yeah, crocodile kid. Crocodile Kid is pretty good, though. Crocodile, Crocodile Kid, is kid good. it sounds like what a politician from Florida would call themselves. Okay. Um, Elephant Brother. Elephant Brother, the famous, not as successful sequel to Elephant Man. <laughs> <laughs> he could talk absolutely fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with him. He just, just, just loved just elephants. his brother. Just what he just gets his, up to. He was fucking wrecking his head, so he was. He was uh, fuck's he's, sake. You know, he's working in the attention. bank. Like, he's, he's bringing home, oh. home money for the kids. <laughs> sure, we're going to have to move on from Mothman, but I just wanted to make that... I'll never I just move on to bring from Mothman. Sometimes a week goes by where I'm like, we have news, but sometimes a story, I'm just like, this might be funnier to talk about because I want to tell Sean about this Mothman thing. Well, this is the thing, but like the, the show at this point has just become like... Like, we ranked Chris a couple of weeks ago you know like it's That's just true. whatever That's true Someone came in with uh, hula hoops barbecue hula hoops um, and they put them on their fingers we never even considered hula hoops No 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 hula hoops salt and vinegar are very very good very very mm. good I will say mm. hula hoops original flavour the best original flavour of any crisp uh, hula hoops barbecue always the one left over but it's a nice little treat and a surprise when it happens here's something filthy actually if you get hula hoops barbecue and uh, garlic dip fantastic combination how did you find that out uh, pizza party 
mm. you know pizza and party p- pizza party hula hoops yeah. you know I was 24 at the time uh, <laughs> are hula hoops universal <laughs> hula hoops imagine uh, it's a thick crisp in a ring that you, every, you have to eat them off of your but fingers but they're not funyuns the it's, it's much smaller than a funyun it's much smaller than a funyun you're talking like a, a one centimetre I just googled hula hoop and assumed the crisp would come up no it's I just got the toys you're, that you're taking too what you're taking too small here there's it's, there's other things called a hula hoop in the world what are they made from they ho, fro, what Hula hoops are a snack food made of potatoes and corn in the shape of short, hollow cylinders. That's a good way of describing it. Mm. Uh, and kind of a nerd way of describing it, but yeah, 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 we we added a bit of color to the thing. Uh, they got you got be- barbecue beef, cheese and onion, original roast chicken. What the fuck? Uh, who's eating roast chicken? Who's eating a roast chicken? Walkers <laughs> had. I love in my in my crisps or my chips. A bit dinner. of roast chicken would go down lovely. Walkers had a squirrel flavoured crisp for a while. How did they know? I don't know. I've eaten squirrel. Have you? Yeah. Like it's gamey as fuck. But like, yeah. I'd say at le- I'd say at least eighty percent of the people haven't eaten it. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, so you can just it's it's like vaguely tastes like a field, and it's like ah, oh, it's a squirrel. <laughs> Here's a piece of mud. <laughs> it tastes like a squirrel. Um, John, we're going to move on because what I do have from all of our hula hoop talk and all of our Mothman talk is an actual news story that came out this week that is kind of weird. It feels like this is more the show. Um, mm. Because, Sean, you have kind of, I'm going to say the word shat on. Hey. Um, a lot of my um, new technology, new oh, inventions. Yeah. 100%. Um, because Everything you bring is, me is absolute trash. So so what I've been doing for the last, I would say, probably a few years now is I've been kind of scouring to see, find, find cool inventions, bring them to mm-hmm. you and see if any of them catch your fancy. Maybe maybe one of them is actually going to take. We've had a few good ones. Um, excellent ones, I would say. Do you remember that bowl and spoon that added oh. salt flavour to all their food? We had those I shoes that make you run faster or yeah. walk faster. This is just like just inventing solutions to a problem that doesn't exist. Like Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sean, I think I might have the one. I'm, okay. It's it's taken a while, but I think, and I think you're going to like this. I'm open to How ideas. do you like the microwave? <laughs> I mean, the micro it's a useful tool, good for reheating. Uh, I cooked a whole lasagna in the microwave the other day. Like, what the fuck is that? That's class. That's unreal. <laughs> have you ever thought, Jesus, I love the microwave, but also... I just wish I could bring it with me sometimes. No, I've only, anytime I need to use a microwave, I'm at home with my things, you mm. know? It's in the kitchen. Mm. It's not that People far away. People are obsessed, Sean, with the new portable microwave that lets you heat obsessed. up meals anywhere. <laughs> How is this good? Because microwaves, microwaves have a big fucking electrical transformer in them. Yeah. You can't yeah. carry that around. Well, Japanese firm Makita has launched a portable and cordless microwave, which will heat 11 meals in between charges, Sean. Mm. I can think of some uses for this because Makita makes power tools. Mm. So if you're like out on site and you rock up at a microwave, you're king of the fucking job site for Uh, the day. uh, Are you on the train? No problem. Don't want to go to a restaurant. Don't microwave. No, no, sorry. The microwave has (laughs) got you covered. Do not microwave anything on the train, okay? As long as you can lug around 9kg around with you, (laughs) it does have a shoulder strap, though, to make things a little easier in your transport. Who is this designed for? Who is this I really want you to look up an image of the portable microwave. I think you're going to like it. Um, It does have a shoulder strap. You may not be the most popular person on the morning commute however is this in the press statements they're like people are gonna fucking hate you (laughs) you might bring some tuna put it in the microwave for no reason bit pungent on the train i would say on the travel um the microwave is currently only available to buy in japan where it costs 110,000 yen or around 700 pounds but you have to pay for the battery and the charger separately making it a rather expensive investment what I will say though, I'm looking at it here. It runs on, it literally runs on the same batteries you put in the drill. 
So, like, this is absolutely designed for you have it on a construction site, you bring it around with you. I think if you bring this on public transport and start fucking heating up last night's tuna, Jesus, you're a psychopath. But what if I want to go on, I don't know, the subway or something? I'm I'm looking for a bit of a a hot meal, maybe a bit of soup. Let's just make the argument that you buy this and you intended to use it on a train. You're going to use this on a Japanese train. Yeah. A fucking microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, there's a microwave in every fucking 7-Eleven over there. Yeah, but no. Okay, what about here in Ireland, Sean? What am I going to do? I'm going to have my little microwave. I'm going to be walking along. Oh, man, I'd really love some sort of hot food. God, golly gee. Jeez, if only there was a spa or a centra where I could get a chicken fillet roll to nom on. No, 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 no. I've brought the ingredients in another separate package and I've brought the microwave over my other shoulder. If you're going to a train, you're probably at most half an hour from your house, right? Yeah. So you would just heat it up before you go and put it in a Tupperware. It'll still be warm on the train. What about a really long train journey? I want to. I want to have the microwave. Then they'll on the have table, the little trolley. Me, have the microwave there. Cook it away. So with a big lasagna, cook it away lasagna. on the whole trip, ready to serve it to everyone there. No, I think I like. I, it's a conversation starter, maybe. But you're not. You're not reasonably getting away with this every time. Someone it's is going to call eggs. you out. Gonna scramble some eggs Look, on the yeah, tray. Just I, have to bring the bowl, raw eggs, stick it in, put it in for a minute and a half, stir it again. You got scrambled eggs. It's a good way to do scrambled eggs. I ate scrambled mm. eggs like that for many, many years because it's just quick yeah. and easy. Uh, but I would eat it before I left the house in the comfort of my own home and my. What do you do with the washing up? As well. What do you mean to wash it up? Stick that in the dishwasher you're bringing with you. You're not bringing it. Mini dishwasher. Look, Connor, don't get me started on mini dishwashers. You know (laughs) I'm heavily invested in the mini dishwasher market. Portable dishwasher on one shoulder, portable microwave on the other one. You're laughing. You're having a full three-course meal. It's a standing carriage only. It's a miserable way to travel. Yeah. Uh, What's the riskiest thing you've ever put in the microwave? What do you mean? Like, like, because you know there are things that you can definitely do in a microwave, like, yeah. like a lasagna, like heating up last night's leftovers and stuff like that. But like, I'm talking, what's something that you feel shouldn't be microwaved? Um, chips. Chips never good in a microwave. Never good. Awful every time. Every uh, time. Did you ever have the Rustlers burgers? <laughs> He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> every every 12-year-old is like, this is going to be the nicest fucking meal I've ever gotten. <laughs> it just, it comes in a pack and you just put it in a microwave. Two minutes, you have a burger. What could go wrong? Fully functioning burger. Fuck me, it's the worst thing I've ever eaten. What are you talking about? It's absolutely amazing. You shouldn't be allowed to microwave burger, bun and sauce and cheese all at <laughs> once. The bun as well. <laughs> The bun goes in with it and it tastes like a sponge, like a kitchen sponge. <laughs> Every 12-year-old got fooled by that packaging. Very good packaging, to Very be fair good to pa- the lads. Because you're like, it's, it, how could it be bad? Like, yeah. They, they wouldn't lie to me. They've rustled this up. <laughs> they, that's what rustler means. That's what they're going for. But so no. I'm saying, I'm on the train... Loving a bit of a rustler burger, stick it in the microwave. Genuinely, Connor, I would call the guards on you. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you I'm start not... cooking a rustler's burger on the train, <laughs> I'm starting cooking a rustler burger and a few roasties. Put them in the microwave as well. Heat them back up. All I'm gonna no. When you're not looking, I'm throwing a big ball of tin, big ball of tin foil into that microwave, and I'm gonna nuke us all. Yeah, how soon is it before someone throws in a little bit of tin foil? <laughs> Just to mess with you, like, because it's gonna happen. Absolutely it is. Or, Sean, aluminium foil. Aluminium foil. International listeners. Um, Yeah, it has been... I just think tin is a much shorter word. I don't know if it's better, but it's much shorter. Someone said to me that that's like a broke way of talking about aluminium foil, is to say tin foil. (laughs) Like it says a lot about... it's to the point faster. (laughs) I'm all about economy here. I learned it hasn't been called tin foil since 1910. (laughs) Fuck off. Yep. So that's clearly, that's just been handed down by our, like, parents and grandparents, that word. But, like, in Ireland, it's tinfoil. Tinfoil, the whole time. Like, 
I, I, Although I've been using, Sean, I don't want to it, but I've been using baking paper. Um, I'm a, I'm the baking paper buzz, my friend, like myself, actually. Yeah, oh, but it like, takes away all that fat, lad. It all soaks into it. Much healthier. Much, much healthier. Easier to remove as well. Not sticks to bacon. You can paper. put a pizza on a, ba- on a piece Frozen of bacon paper. Frozen is exactly what I'm thinking stuck. of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not get stuck. Out. Take it from us. It yeah. will not get stuck. Take it from two men in their mid twenties. <laughs> won't get stuck on bacon paper, lads. It just won't. Like you can put it in one of those circular things with the holes in the bottom. It's still going to get stuck around the edges if you try and do a microwave up pizza. Hundred percent. But you line that with some baking paper. Oh mm. my god! But do you don't you- want to put tin foil because then you're going to get a soggy bottom. You don't want that. Traps the moisture. There's no hurry for mm-hmm. it to go. The, the mm-hmm. baking paper is slightly permeable. You know, it lets just enough of that moisture through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I want to know how much fish could you microwave in this portable microwave before you are arrested or kicked off whatever public transport that you're on. I think you get suspicious looks when you first open the microwave and put the fish in. I think you get an actual riot once it goes ding. And everyone on the train is about is just like, oh, I know what's about to happen. And then you yeah. open it and release the fish gas. No, it'd be funny as if you finished one batch and everyone's like, oh, fuck, what a dickhead. And then you slowly start unpeeling a different tin of fish yeah. <laughs> and just put that in instead. You pull out like a can of sardines and you start unwrapping the top off of it. <laughs> one by one, <laughs> just, just putting them in. Just saying, pull out a little hot plate, start doing a stir fry, you know. It's it's the way to go. It just is. What's um, the limit of where you ju- could bring this as well? Like, can, where, what do you mean? Would this go on a plane? Is it allowed? Well, no, <laughs> obviously not. Okay. What about the swimming pool? <laughs> oh yeah, bring it into the swimming pool. Have it on like the little floater beside. Have you. a little flo- have a little crocodile floaty. Stick it on that. And just Rustlers for the out. boys. <laughs> a few rustlers with the lads on holiday. <laughs> Kings of the beach, you'll be. The, the burger bun is both damp and also literally damp. Yeah, it's it's both soggy and wet. <laughs> um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news. And we are moving on to a woman who has been terrorised in her own home oh. by something I know that you kind of like and dislike. And that is squirrels. As I'm being terrified by the squirrels in my kitchen. Right. Okay. What kind of squirrel, first of all? Uh, mm, I knew you were going to ask that. And Michelle Collins says she is terrified to enter her kitchen every morning because of the grey squirrels ah, that have living in her house squirrel. for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> um, evading the efforts of pest controllers, they have chewed up her doors, her skirting boards, and have eaten all of her dog's food. Um, the, the gym owner said they go into her kitchen. Food. Yeah, they have no rules. So they go into her kitchen at night, leaving her at the end of her tether. Michelle from Irishshire, Shire, um, Irishshire, Jesus, well, I mean, um, <laughs> said, "I never imagined squirrels could do this to my home. It's unbelievable what they can do. I've tried everything, but nothing is working. I feel terrorized by them." I, I'm afraid to go into my kitchen every morning because the squirrels now own it. It's the idea of the <laughs> mental preparation, and just like, <sighs> and then you open the door. <laughs> It's the squirrels land. <laughs> they just all start scattering everywhere. I mean, um, like she she became a, uh, by the way she became aware of the problem when she started hearing a noise in the walls. Then <sighs> noticed piles of sawdust at doors and skirting boards. Oh dear! So they're, they're properly they've made themselves at home now. Like they're in the walls. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hole where they have dug under my porch and are coming up inside of my walls. No, no. How do you how do you deal with that, man? Like, how do you even mm. start with that? Mm. Where do you go? Like, who like, do you bring in? I d- see. Seems like she's tried some experts, and they haven't worked. She said a pest controller had given up after trying everything to catch the squirrels. See, I don't think they're thinking insane enough. No, but see, here's the thing, because she said that they're not allowed to trap and kill the squirrels living in the guttering or the roofs. Right. Um, but once they enter the lofts, lofts or other rooms in the house, they can be exterminated, but they can't get them when they're in the walls. 
Oh, okay. That's a weird rule, but I can't, I, I don't I know what it is. I guess if it's in a wall, it's technically extractable, and that's like the, the yeah. nicer thing to do. So um, what you're saying is they're not thinking crazy enough, and that's why this mm-hmm. story caught my eye because I knew there was one man, one man who's just crazy enough to come up with the worst idea this woman has ever heard that I think might work. I think we have to use the squirrels, nat- the natural elements of the squirrel Here against it. Here we go. <laughs> I'm talking. Okay, you're going to black out all of the windows and doors in the house. No light gets through. You're going to crank the air conditioning and just make the house freezing, freezing cold, right? Mm. Then what will happen in the little fucking dumb squirrel brain? They're going to start hibernating, Connor. And then once they're hibernating, they're asleep in the walls. Easy. Go in, grab them, get them out. What do you mean go in, grab them? Where are you going to grab them? Fuck it. I'll tear open the wall at that point. (laughs) Can't hide in the wall if there's no wall. There's just... T- t- your idea is take away the walls. I know, make them hibernate first so that they can't run and get further into the house. And then, then demolish the house. Break that... No, just the plasterboard of the kitchen. What? What, they're in all the walls, though. I'm just... No, not the whole house. If they were, like... It's, and from this story, I thought it was just the kitchen. My argument still stands, though. Make them hibernate first. Slow them down. Get them on the back foot, then invade and get them out of your own walls. See, the squirrels had chewed through the door between Michelle's kitchen and her conservatory. So well, the conservatory, true. Look, you can sacrifice a fucking conservatory. It's outside anyway. I just think burn it down and start again. It's now the squirrel's house. Just no, you can't. You always, mm. you always resort to it's the animal's house now, and I feel like you, you, you got to stop moving eventually, like. <laughs> But your idea is always find the common enemy. <laughs> yeah, my other, my <laughs> legitimately, the other place my mind went was let snakes into the walls. <laughs> big lion. We get one big lion who has a lust for squirrel. Just mm. ready to kill him. And then just let that one lion loose in your house. Because then it's well, one no, line instead of several squirrels you have to deal with. Exactly. I would rather one line than several. Then you can just, I don't know, just uh, live with this lion. Just learn to grow and, and adapt and love the lion, maybe of some sort. The I, Also, I was Googling natural predator of the squirrel and it auto-corrected to natural predator of the bobcat, which I've already Googled, it turns out. Um, and also, minks, weasels, bobcats, red foxes and raptors. Are the enemies of the squirrels. Raptors? Raptor, as in like birds. Like those kind of raptors. Not like a fucking pterodactyl raptor. No, no, look, I'd say it'd eat a squirrel if you gave it to it, I'll be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so are we thinking we get bobcats into this? No, because I think you need something you can easily train and call back. So I think you need to befriend a group of ravens and then <laughs> set them in your walls. They'll root out the squirrels and then you just do a whistle. And then they land back on your shoulders. You're good to go. And and then, <laughs> how long that's going to take? To tra- how long does it take to train a raven? Uh, no, that's a, <laughs> a Google search nobody's made. How long to train a raven? Uh, can you train a raven? How and when? Ravens cannot be trained easily. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, Google is literally telling you, lad, back up. It's a this slow you. process that takes months to get through. Best to start when they're two or three months old. So you're going to want to rob some raven eggs from a nest. So what you're you want those to, to okay, imprint so on you, and yeah, then yeah. then you raise them to specifically it's only okay. hunt I, squirrels. I, many people would say this plan's going off the rails. I say it's coming together. Yeah. What we're doing is we're giving you clever advice. What you do, Michelle, you go find a raven's nest, piss off the mother, perhaps. What can you do? Who gives a shit, right? Too mm-hmm. old anyway. Can't be trained. You take the young. Take the They're going to love it. They're going to laugh. They're going to think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Collect several eggs. I'm talking at least, poor 50. 50 eggs. As many as you can. Figure out how to incubate eggs. As we've discussed before, that's mm. difficult. You're going to have to get funding from probably the government to yeah. get an incubator in to, to grow the eggs in. Um, that's obviously going to be probably a small piece of money, uh, but what can you do? Yeah, but like, in the long run, are, think of the peace of mind you'll have. 
knowing you have an <laughs> army of ravens at your disposal. Four years from now, you've yeah. got an ra- army of ravens, they're all on your side, and you got no squirrels and walls, because the squirrels are fucking terrified. That's the thing, the squirrels will see the ravens coming as well, like, they're grey squirrels, they're cowards, you know, so, <laughs> like, they'll, they'll hear that the ravens are coming, they'll be like, right, we'll find a, we'll find a different house to terrorise. I love, by the way, I just love the fact that you hate grey squirrels, but like, if I said it was a red squirrel, you'd be like, alright, let's hear about that. Yeah, yeah, look, he just wanted a place to live, you know, probably running from those grey squirrels. <laughs> That is because the grey squirrels ran all the red squirrels out of town. Not just ran them out, Connor. Fucking ate them. Killed them. They, killed them dead. fucking bastards. Fucking bastards. They were an invasive species of squirrel. Killed our lovely red squirrel. I think the red squirrel's on the up and up these days. I think he's coming back a little bit, which is nice to is see. Is he coming back? I think he's on the way up. Yeah, yeah. I heard they're training a bunch of ravens to kind of mount an alliance oh, against the squirrels. They make yeah, it, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the bottleneck, of course, being you have to make squirrel-sized saddles for all of the ravens. <laughs> it's just, this is the greatest. I mean, I, I feel like, I think we've solved it. I, th- I think... Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the issue is here. Yeah, like, they're e- it's an easy solution. It's just someone had to have the balls to say it, you know? Like, Michelle, right, just listen to us. All you got to do, buy an incubator. Where do you yeah. get one? I'm sure you'll find one somewhere. Maybe, phew, Argos. They might have one kicking about. I'd say you could um, probably improvise one with bits you have around the house. Build one yourself. Planks of wood, a few bits of glass. You're laughing. The oh. Red Squirrel is still undergoing a steady decline across the country, unfortunately. So you lied to us. I look, I, I thought they were on the up and up. I had bad information, you know. <laughs> Turns out it was 47 grey squirrels in a trench coat told me that. <laughs> yeah, don't mind them. They're on the comeback. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they'll be grand. Don't worry about them. <laughs> Trust me, they'll be grand. Let me eat that one again. <laughs> Buy an incubator. Mini automatic egg incubator, four eggs poultry hatcher, temperature controlled. Fucking Connor, you're only in twenty eight euro for this. Nine euro for delivery. Euro. Yeah. Do you think if I went to Aldi and threw a load of eggs into this, I'd get chickens? Yes. Grant, that's what I'll do. So. <laughs> but why do we earn chickens? <laughs> Because, uh, well, yeah, actually, fuck. No, what am I doing Then here? we've got a bigger problem. No, because <laughs> now we've got the chickens. chickens. Now we can apply for funding to get a bigger incubator for the chickens. Ah, because then, now we have a chicken farm. Because they're not going to fund a raven farm, Connor. We need no, to start their chicken farm first. Do you know what they're not? They're not going to understand our vision. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the problem. So, yeah, we're bending the rules a little bit. Yeah. But in the long yeah. run, this lady won't have squirrels in her house anymore. I think other option, burn the place down, mm-hmm. uh, or walk along randomly against the walls in your own home, just randomly punching, and eventually you'll get one. That's true, just intimidate the squirrels out of there. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. ha- what, what usually I- makes a squirrel leave a tree? Like, a, 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 big, a bigger red predator? Squirrel. Red squirrel. A red squirrel. Oh, it's a, you, you've got an elite fighting force, because if the red squirrel has survived to this point... It's a fucking stone cold killer. No, what you need is a red squirrel and you just have the red squirrel walk around as a bit of bait. And then Risky. all the squirrels come out, red squirrel goes mad, running away. Right? Fucking Sprints out of the house. All the grey squirrels follow it. Game over. You've gotten Jesus. rid of all the squirrels. You want to use the last unicorn as bait to catch a monster. Yes, because then what happens oh is while the squirrels are gone, they're not going to leave anyone to hold the fort down. They're going to all sprint away. Well, they're gone. Knock the house down, start again, move to a different country, change your name. Charlie, the chocolate factory, pull it out of the mm-hmm. terrace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I won't be here when you come back, say to the squirrels. And then they'll know, because they've seen that film as well. Because <laughs> they were in the walls when you were watching. <laughs> they were cracking all the nuts, you remember? They were. Cr- <laughs> yes. Um, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news And it finally happened Which is absolutely insane But there is also a video of this oh. um, You know in Fast and Furious When people fall mm. from very tall buildings Yes um, What normally catches their fall? The roof of a car that just kind of cushions them And what do them. we always say? That man is definitely dead Video shows drunk man falling from the 19th floor, <gasps> lands on a car, stands up on phase and sings his way all the way to the hospital. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, I mean, 
it's definitely because he was limp, right? Like, his body just conformed to the shape of the car on impact. How do you conform to the shape? There's a thing. No, this this is a thing with, like, drunk drivers and stuff. A lot of the time, the drunk driver survives because their body is limp. And, like, you're not tense, so nothing breaks and shatters and stuff. You just kind of fucking fall with the car. Is it? Yeah. It's fucked and really unfair. Um, A drunk man had a little too much to drink and plummeted hundreds of feet this week. Miraculously, the man lived to tell this tale, or rather sing it. After landing on a car with his body, the man proceeded to stand up and then start singing. Again, this was last week. Um, The 40-year-old man, known only as Arthur, fell from the 19th floor of a building. He was standing on the balcony when he lost his balance. The balcony on which he stood apparently wasn't even his own balcony. He was drinking on somebody else's balcony. Well, you don't want to fall off your own apartment building, you know. Be embarrassing. Be really embarrassing. It's fucking done a number on that car as well. (laughs) Absolutely smashed it. Just caved it in. It looks like a cyber truck from the back. Arthur wandered into the property after a night of trying to drown his sorrows because of a breakup, according to the news. He sat on on the random balcony for a while before trying to stand up and leave, and then he fell down to the street hundreds of feet below and crushing a car on impact. Jesus. I mean, t- like, uh, uh, how does someone do it? What's, how high is 19 floors? Like, that's... Hundreds of feet in the air. That's outstandingly ridiculous. And he is, like, I'm watching the video. He's just grand. Like, he's walking <laughs> about. Now, he's got that drug power, I assume. Like, the drug superpower of I'm Graham. But even that wouldn't stop you going, I'm definitely dead after falling hundreds of feet. Yeah, he like, he has to be concussed or something. Uh, he probably just doesn't, you can't tell because of the drink. But, mm. like, also, he is definitely feeling that in the morning. <laughs> How was your night out? Genuinely, you're not going to believe what I have to say. You're not, it's going to sound crazy, but... Yeah. Like you it, know that you know that skyscraper just down the road. I fell from that. Like the the it's 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 like he just got hit by a car essentially. Yeah, he hit the car at the the speed of velocity yeah. and gravity, Sean, which is nine point eight meters per second. Thank you. I don't know what that is in miles per hour, Sean. Uh, look, I'd have to do maths. I need to know how high the building was, how high he fell from, how long it took him to fall, that kind of a thing. But seems like too much. Seems like too much work, too much work and or effort. But really fucking quick, I'd say 10 million miles an hour. <laughs> and that's, a, that's an understatement. Yes. That's you underselling it. Someone at home, if you want to work that out just for the fun yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. let me know because yeah. I'd be interested. Our maths probably makes sense. It's probably a bit too quick for you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't yeah. worry if you, you couldn't figure that out. But I would say maybe 11,000 miles an hour. Yeah, just, I look, just, I mean... Look, we, we 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 both have the same degree. We're both equally good at maths, Connor. So we'll agree to disagree on this. <laughs> oh, 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 very good, very good educational humour there. <laughs> How do you explain that to your significant other when you get home? Where were you all night? Well, you're not. I don't I think fell. this. Is, I don't think this is something that you tell your significant other. I think this is something that your significant other tells you that happened to you. <laughs> you. You fell from a building and landed on a car. He's waking up in the hospital to a phone call, yeah. being like, "What the fuck?" And he'll be like, "What? What happened?" Then be like, "You fell out of a building, did I? God, I don't feel anything." Like, was it like first floor? No, 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 no. 19 floor. You were 19 floors. floors up. And then, so, like, can I have a can of Monster and a fry up? Like, is that. <laughs> this, is well, that no, this cares? has answered a lot of questions that I had in regards to Fast and Furious, because I always assumed that that was actually, like, a bit out there. It was made up. It was a movie. They were they were doing movie effects that people could just survive these things, but now I'm questioning everything. Well, this is. Yeah, and also, like,. If you were falling out of a building, like, would you, ra- like, I suppose I'd rather a car underneath me than the pavement, you know? Like, at least it's a chance. <laughs> there's, a, there's a 0.1% chance, but there is a chance that you will live. Yeah, it's like if you're falling out of a plane without a parachute, like, you kind of, like, aim for trees, 
And you just kind of stole yourself down for the, the bushes. For the bushes. <laughs> there goes my hero. Best scene in such an underrated movie. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next bit of news. And I have FBI arrest guardsmen who applied for a job at rentahitman.com. I mean, like, would you hire that hitman if you got him on that site? So what? how this works is the FBI have set up a fake website called rentahitman.com and on it they have apply to be a hitman in it at which people apply, put in their email address, their phone number and their name that they are interested in becoming a hitman and then the FBI have your email address and your phone number and your name and then they just come and arrest you. I mean, yeah, if you're putting up your services for that, fair enough. Mm. Uh, also, so, sorry, before we get into this, have you seen the TV show Barry? No. Barry is really, really, really good. I think you'd enjoy it. Uh, it's a What's HBO it show. It's Bill Hader plays a hitman who moves to Los Angeles and wants to become an actor. Oh, okay. Very, very good. Very, like, well written. Like, it's won a bunch of shit ton of awards and stuff. Uh, and it's okay. just genuinely actually funny. I have one for you. Go for it. And it's probably on everyone's trending Netflix. Uh, but have you heard of the Night Agent shot? No, I've not heard of the Night Agent, Connor. It's it's ridiculous, right? Good. In terms of like, it's both bad, but also the best show ever, right? So okay. I had a lot of fun watching it because it's like, it's a show that you're like, this is a, this is a, like a very similar to other shows in that it's an American spy kind of FBI thing that, like, you get them probably four or five times a year. And yeah. for some reason, this one really tickled me. And I thought <laughs> this was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> just got really into this one in particular. I just got really into it. And, like, I, afterwards, for, like, in the last week, I'm like, man, what a show. Night Agent's so good. <laughs> it's based off a book. And they just adapted the book into the show. And it's 10 episodes. And it's actually worth 10 episodes. I would say all 10 are very strong. There's no filler. And every single one of them ends See, in a cliffhanger. That's, yeah, I mean, I do like that kind of show. There's definitely a place for that kind of a show where it's just, this is just really entertaining the whole way through. Yeah. Now, you might predict all of the twists and turns. That's absolutely fine. But I had a fucking romp watching the twists and the turns. That's fine. There was a thing, like, during lockdown, there was a rake of these kind of shows came out. Like, The Stranger. Do you remember that one was a big... Yeah. A, a yeah, big yeah. one. And, like, just a heap of those kind of shows. And, like, like, yeah, there might be a bit of a formula and shit like that. But it's really fun. It's really fun to watch. I realised at the end of it, right, I was like, I actually don't even care about any of the characters. Like, I don't care what happens to them, but I just want to see what the big conspiracy is. Like, I was mm. like, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Yeah, the President of the United States is involved. The whole FBI, it's all corrupt, man. Tell you. Just a big, like, overarching story is way more interesting than the, like... Borderline stereotype of characters. Like, I'm assuming the main dude is like an ex military hired ass who's now at a desk job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's actually. Um, he's an FBI. Former FBI. No. Uh, he's former Secret Service who stops uh, a, a tube. A tube bomb. A subway right. bomb. It's about to go off. He saves everyone. And then, uh, as a promotion, he gets promoted to, like, a desk job. But his desk job is that he works in the White House. And okay. he's got his, his power of, like, um, he gets put in a room with just a phone. And it's like, the phone will never ring. Because the phone is for, like, special agents. And they'll only ring it when they're in trouble. And so, he every night he goes in from, like, 12 o'clock. Or, like, 8 o'clock that night until, like, 8 o'clock the next morning. For the 8, eight to 8 shift. Nothing ever happens. Jesus. And then... One night the phone rings, Sean, and oh, it's a whole it conspiracy. At the end of episode one, the phone starts yeah. ringing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Outstanding. And, he, and he's jacked to the gills and he's trying to save people. Love it. Love it. I'm already on board. Sign me up. And he's like, I'm just a desk guy, but I gotta save the United States. I'm on vacation over here. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> so dumb, I love it. There's also a character in it that's only in it for like four episodes, and then they sadly um, they pass away, and uh, I was devastated by this. Uh, I was I was distraught. They're your favorite I just, character. 
Oh, oh man, uh, just for no reason. They had no reason to be my favourite character, but I was distraught. Oh my God. Well, I'll, I'll have to, I won't get too attached. It's like Game of Thrones, this show. Oh, it's very similar, but basically the same level of The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> so The Last of Us and The Night Agent. In that order. the only two. In that order, no, actually, no, Night Agent is obviously number one, Sean. I'm Sorry, not, yeah, I'm reverse order I meant. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Oh, I, I was going to talk about the. Do you want to talk about the assassin thing, or do you want to do one Florida man story? Uh, let's let's finish off the assassin one, and then we can save Florida okay. for another day. So, um, so yeah, the FBI have arrested this guardsman. So jo- Josiah Garcia, who's a Tennessee Air National Guardsman, was arrested after federal agents said he responded to an online ad through the parody website. The site was originally created in two thousand and five to advertise a cybersecurity company that never took off. However, it received many inquiries over the years about murder-for-hire services. So, eventually, the site administrator turned it into a parody site with fake testimonials, an intake form to request services, and an application form to become a hired killer. Okay, so look, I Google a lot of funny things on this show. I'm not going near that. (laughs) <laughs> nah, uh, <laughs> Garcia submitted an employment application form a few weeks ago and sent several follow-up emails over the next month. He doubled down. It wasn't like a drunken yeah. bet kind of a deal. Like He was fully In- into this. In one follow-up, he added a section on why I want this job. I'm looking for a job that pays well, related to my military experience, shooting and killing people, so I can support my kid along the way. (laughs) What can I say? I enjoy doing what I do. (laughs) Oh, he he actively said he enjoys it. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So at the beginning of April... Uh, an undercover FBI agent claiming to be a field coordinator at the company reached out to Garcia. Um, Who presumably and, no one had done this for years at this point. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Gar- Garcia told the agent he needed money and thought he would be good at killing people because of his experience and that because he was an excellent shot. They, suppo- they spoke about the supposed job for several weeks, including whether he was willing to torture people and cut, people, cut off body parts to get information out with people. So the FBI agent must just be like, would you be willing to... I don't know, torture people and take arms and legs to get he's information. Like, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, he's lying in the interview. <laughs> yeah. I can ride horses. Ad hoc duties. I'm all about that. <laughs> Garcia responded positively. Asked why he wanted to get involved, Garcia told the agent he was looking into civilian law enforcement, wanted to do something a little bit more exciting, a little bit more up his alley. Um, I just lost the passion for my old job. Yeah. Really looking for a so, challenge. So last Wednesday, Garcia finally met the agent in a park where the agent provided him with a fictional target package. The agent also paid Garcia two and a half grand, supposedly the first of two instalments. Garcia, having left the park, was arrested immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there was a conspiracy to commit murder. <laughs> now he's walking off with a target. I Look, and look, th- th- yeah, that man should be arrested because he's perfectly willing to do all those things. Is that mm. entrapment, though? Because, like... Not if he implied to take... If, not if he offered to take the job in the first place. I suppose, yeah, if he's like, no, I'll kill, I'll torture anyone. I'll kill anyone. I will chop body parts. I will murder anyone you want. Put me in, coach, he says. I wonder what the full list of questions was. Like, there's got to be some horrendous shit on there. I think you just get more and more outrageous as it goes on. I just start naming the plot of, like, James Bond films. (laughs) And say there was, like, your handler, who was basically a mother to you. Would you kill her? (laughs) And what about if you were skiing down a slope, right? <laughs> and the villain had a big ice palace. What would you do then? Would you kill him? I'd say you would. I'd say I'd say you'd probably have to at that point. And no one to judge yeah. you. No one to judge you. But what about if what about if you were fighting a man in a public toilet? Would you put his head through a sink or no? <laughs> I'm gonna. You've tied a man to a chair, okay? <laughs> and I hand you a rope. What's part two? <laughs> <laughs> so Garcia, however, after being arrested, told the agents he had not intended to go through with the killings, the silly billies. 
He was said he just received a job offer at a Nashville medical centre that he instead intended to take instead. The whole thing was just a joke. He just wasn't actually going to do it. Just a big jape over here. He's <laughs> just, it's just having a bit of a goosey gander moment. He's just a silly little boy. <laughs> If convicted, Garcia faces up to 10 years in prison, according to a news release. Um, but Sean, how dumb do you have to be to be like, yeah, this is the, yeah, they're definitely going to put this online. This is, yeah, this is perfect. This is definitely how he advertised for this kind of thing. But what I'm, I'm like, because that's, they caught someone applying to be a hitman. Sure, a guaranteed people have used that site to request a hitman. Yeah, that's why they, they have applications for requesting ad applications to become. Like, what like you'd feel like if you fall for that you you need you need to be arrested you also need a talking to of just like basic common sense <laughs> you, with the way you can tell a lot of them would probably be a bit older to go yes here's all of my details that just raises further questions though like 70 year old thomas like googling how to have someone killed <laughs> <laughs> i'm killing frank from the pub yeah <laughs> didn't buy me around last night the prick yeah, like just the smallest, smallest of, of grievances. Just like, nah, once I, once I open my bookmarks, you're dead. <laughs> I think as an FBI agent, is that the easiest day you ever have? Oh, just like, 100%. This, they're all like looking at each other like he's actually responding. Like, this guy's a fo- Jim, Jim, come here. Yeah. Jim, look at his fucking response. He says he will actually slide down that mountain. And also he says he'll climb a crane and chase a man. Just it's fucking bad. It says lethal at parkour on the on this form. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, I just seen this article and I was just like, lads, how could you be this dumb? Like, just obviously it's fake. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's no hope. Like, there's no like. It's such a hard thing to advertise as well. You have to go down the road and like you have to know someone who knows someone who knows someone for that kind of shit. You know. You're not you're not going in blind getting someone online. You need you need in person reviews. He actually did say in one of the emails I've just found, he actually did say the phrase, put me in coach. Jesus. <laughs> like <laughs> you gotta you, you, you gotta know your audience. Have a bit of prof- like people have a certain idea in their head of what a hitman is like. So really play into Bold. that. Don't Bold. say put- suit. Tattoo of a barcode on the back of their neck uh, can change outfits like that. Uh, <laughs> can dress into a clown if need be. Yeah, the full clown run is is tough. It is tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I've been doing that my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to lose my hair, and then I'll be there. Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. What a week! Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, why not? Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday with Hero or Zero. Uh, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday. And that's how the shows work now. I'm still getting used to that outro. Big shout-outs to everyone over on Patreon who supports the show. Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan, Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Anonymous Comrade, Viva La Revolution, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, where we're going, we don't need roads, we need cake. Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Buster, Ed Ball, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names to purposefully bamboozle Sean. Russ, I need some advice. Chat GPT advise me to send money to a Nigerian prince. Should I? Parfit? Uh, yes. Yes, use that money to pay for a hitman. Uh, Jackson Bruheim, Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsy subscribe to the Patreon and Kira Lauder. Thank you all so, so, so much for your continued support. We really, really, really appreciate it. And we couldn't do it without everyone over there. So head on over if you want all the movie and TV show reviews we've ever done. They're all up on the Patreon for $5 or more a month. There's also a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Dibbleman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so, so I've been cut alone. I've been Sean. Oh, we shall see you all next week, Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.